When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I was very excited for. Oh, wait, we weren't even recording? Jesus, guy. <laughs> Come on, man. All you do is just smile, just stare. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> guy, are we starting now? You can. <laughs> you can. Sorry about that. Yeah, you can. Uh, re, look, you, you know, obviously I'll, I'll edit this in. So just react to, to uh, Eli. No, I want to leave this in that Guy did not record the our reaction to. <sighs> Eli Braden's great song. Yeah. And I, I, I had a fire quip lined up, but it's ruined. <laughs> it was a good song. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Todd. Well, yeah. we, let's not give it away. I mean, you, Jenny, I'm gonna have to have you, you introduce our guest because I'm too big a fan to do yeah, it. Yeah, so. you're, you're really, I can see you getting emotional over it. Yeah. Okay, so I don't even know where to begin because this next guest is somebody that we have discussed numerous times on the yeah. podcast mm, yeah. numerous times he has a hilarious netflix special spicy it's the greatest spicy honey. honey i love the name of it spicy honey and he is one of the biggest like a-list verified celebrities that we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> it's todd wow. berry everyone hey everyone they're going crazy they're thank going you crazy. for being thank you for having me welcome, thank you for making welcome. me an an A-lister, that's good. Yeah, no, verified you really are. A-lister. I always think of you when I hear anyone say verified. Like that's. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you know some. Go on. No, so that's how you know someone's an A-lister when they constantly point out their own verified status. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite recurring things that you do on Twitter, where you'll be like mm-hmm. in the United Club and go, "I'm just. Is there any other verified celebrity?" <laughs> <laughs> you don't. First Come of all, if you join me Todd, in this roped-off area. If you haven't seen Todd Barry, obviously you need to see him live or see all his specials. But you follow him on Twitter right away. He is truly one of the, you. You have, you have a tweet that I I, I refer to a lot, um, where somebody was responding. Um, it's such. Somebody said, "What's the what's the weirdest place you've ever done stand up?" And uh, um, comics out there, what's the weirdest place you've ever done stand up? And you simply wrote in one like. Sydney Opera House. <laughs> so the most braggy, fun. I love that. That's just that no, hits me right it's where It's actually I great. It's like you take the humble brag thing and just make it a pure, like aggressive brag, unapologetically. Yeah. And I find that <laughs> incredibly hilarious. And I also love your feuds that you have with your friends i, I got a couple of feuds going on with uh brendan walsh and colin quinn the colin yeah. stuff is great i mean yeah 
I worked with Colin like back like in 1989, you know, years ago um, when he was coming, like, I guess off remote control. And uh, I just always thought he was like the funniest, smartest guy, but your, your feuds with him are just hysterical. Yeah, I enjoy them. Yeah, well, I, as, as a spectator, it is truly one of my favorite things every time you see Brendan or Colin's name and you're like, okay, oh, look, an empty, you know, place. This is what it looks like at a Brendan Walsh show. <laughs> 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 okay, let me, just to get started, I have to ask, because you're one of my favorite stand-ups, I know you're one of Danny's favorite stand-ups. Yeah. How did you get started? When did you get started? Give me the, the backstory. Um, I started in Florida in 1987 during the comedy boom of the late 80s um, at a place called Coconuts Comedy Club. And it was a time when, uh, I don't know if you know about the late 80s comedy boom, but it's it was comedy was in, like everywhere and people were just pumped to go see anything that was comedy. And they would go, you know, like clubs that had complete unknowns would be packed and then there'd be all these one-nighters at bars where someone would go into a bar and go, I could do a comedy night here if you give me a thousand dollars or something. And then they pass off a hundred dollars of it to the comics and pocket <laughs> the rest. But, but anyway, so there was like open mic nights and it wasn't like LA open mic nights where you perform for other comics. It's, it was actually part of the headlining show, like at the beginning of the week or Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So I just, uh, you know, I used to be a fan of comedy and the younger comics and like the, you know, I knew about David Letterman before he was at any TV show. And so I was onto it, but I, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little after that, but, but I never wanted to be a comedian. Um, And so after college, I don't know, I just went to open mic nights and I just decided, oh, I want to try that. And then I tried it and here I am on the doing it podcast. No, it's really, <laughs> you've arrived. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So to people, you know, sometimes those first ideas you have about your career are your best ideas. Like yeah. Um, you went to, were you do, were you in school when you did it? Were you, I, I, I've heard your act. So I know you went to school in Florida. I love your, yeah. Family. I went to university of Florida. No, I started about a year after graduating. I think we're the same year age then I graduated yeah. as well. I just look worse. Uh, no, you look great. We both look thanks. fantastic. Yeah, thanks. Me, I look like shit, but y'all look... Yeah. Fair enough. No, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are some, who are your influences, like, when you got started? Like, um, I mean, I liked a lot of the, uh, you know, the biggies. I liked your George Carlin's. I got to see him live. I saw, uh, I saw Andy Kaufman. When wow. I, I think it was my, I think it was my 15th birthday. I saw Don Rickles. Um, wow. I saw Jay Leno before I think the Tonight Show, way before the Tonight Show, um, and the, and one of the clubs I did was in West Palm Beach, where uh, it was a really good club, and like all, everyone came through there, you know, um, Seinfeld and people like that. And but yeah, I mean, I always liked, even though I I liked Andy Kaufman, even though my act has never been like Andy Kaufman. I like George Carlin. I like uh, Steve Martin when I was younger, yeah. but I also really liked the younger like Letterman's and people who uh they would they would always like on the merv griffin show they'd be like here's a hot young comic or something or carson yeah so so sort of the fringier comics i liked as well 
you have a very like you know you have a style that is very you know it's very you really have your voice like you really have this this point of view and um how long were you doing comedy because they think like everybody who starts comedy is kind of starts off doing an impression of a comic for a little while mm -hmm. before they find yeah yeah how, how, where did like what where were you in your career when you found it how did you know you had locked into that thing um, that's weird i didn't i never like i looked i listened back to old clips of mine and i'm sort of mortified at the way i talk because that's uh -huh. it's like oh that's not the way i talk i mean it's the way i talk when i've memorized a joke right. and i kind of don't want to be that i mean so not to not to insult myself but i uh i don't think i ever noticed that i did a voice or any sort of had any sort of voice until someone like did an impression of me to my face i was like what are you talking about yeah, I, I, and I'm more talking about your comic voice and your actual voice, like your point of view, like where you're like, um, oh, that kind of that voice. Yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 I think, I think your voice is your voice. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I do have inflections that are, I do have a, I sort of, I'm trying to tone it down and be more natural, but I definitely earlier on, I had like a comic-y kind of like sort of um, contrived, not contrived, but it just was sort of like a rhythm. Yeah, that was sort of like, like rainbow Uwama suspenders or something. Yeah, that kind of thing, like the the voice equivalent of rainbow suspenders. But uh, <laughs> yeah. but um, but you're talking about like my voice, my my POV. Yeah, your POV. I mean, I always like that's a. I, it's so embarrassing to quote people back their act, but like that whole bit you did on one of your albums with um, going. You were at the Washington Zoo. And you went to see, um, you were like, gonna, you wanted oh, to see the pandas. And then, right. and, but then you got distracted by the prairie dogs because they were so right. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and you, you can finish a bit, but then. So, I don't really, I mean, I probably can because I forgot yeah, it. But. I can then, well, for you. But it was like, <laughs> right. basically, you get to you get to the pandas and you're like at the pandas and you're like, I don't know, I kind of want to see those prairie dogs again. And then yeah. I realized that's how audience, that's how any audience must feel when I open for a comic. <laughs> and to me that's like so like it's that's the comic point of view i have that like that that like no humility um yeah greatest comic yeah. in the world stuff which you know is funny because you are so funny but it's just like it's so clearly it's so clearly coming from a different point of view i, I don't know it's very original no me. i do like i mean i like jokes like that where it comes out of nowhere like all of a sudden i make it about me and yeah yeah <laughs> i like when i make it about me <laughs> you're good when you do that i'm a fan of making it about me yeah yeah you're uh, a fan i actually remember todd we did um at midnight together oh we did that's right yeah and i that was like one of the first kind of things i did on tv so i was like super nervous and then i the whole time was trying not to laugh at everything that you said oh really to, yeah i was trying to be real cool and like you know be funny and dry and the whole time it was your birthday too i remember that. oh that's right i did do it on my birthday and you're like it'll be really messed up if i don't win this it is my birthday and then and i and i did win it i think i came in second or lost you, you actually lost i won that one Oh, okay and then i was wow. very excited about that is that why you brought that crashed. story up? <laughs> yeah, no, because I crashed and burned, and they probably never wanted me back. I was horrible on it. But that was the whole very time, I was trying not to laugh you. at Todd Barry. <laughs> that was like, very Barry-esque of you making that about you. And yeah, I learned from the best. You know, <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? <laughs> who did man? Who did you? Who was like in your class? Who were the people you came up with? Was it was it the tough crowd guys like that? I you, 
So, well, know. it's interesting. Two people who I came up with and were in Florida were Larry the Cable Guy and Carrot Top were on my in my circle of people. Okay, so I can, but I see that. No, I'm kidding. I mean, <laughs> no, but they were just from Florida. But like uh, Larry the Cable Guy, Dan Whitney, I think he drove me to one of my first paid gigs ever. He drove me to Clearwater from South Florida, which is like a four-hour drive. I think I drove in his Camaro. He got me like a $50 guest spot at Ron Bennington's club in Clearwater. Um, so, yeah, I mean, those guys are people I've, I started out with. I mean, I didn't see Carrot Top a whole lot, and then he sort of disappeared and became huge. Yeah. But he was a nice guy, and we were both in Police Academy 5 as extras. Really? <laughs> yeah, there's a video. I actually post. there's a video on my, uh, I think it's on my YouTube channel, Todd Berry Videos, uh, my neglected YouTube channel that uh, – <laughs> where I had someone kind of draw an arrow to him and an arrow to me. You just see this orange dot, you see this big bushy hair and that's me, but it's, in, we're just extras in this airport scene, at least Academy five. That's uh, hilarious. And his uh, carrot top is Scott. Yeah. Scott Thompson. Yeah. I was, I opened for Nick Swartzen in Vegas one time and I got done and I was like all, you know, jittery and everything. And all of a sudden there were, was somebody going, Hey, I'm Scott. Great job. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Carrot top. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's a nice guy. Super nice guy. Like I, yeah. I was just like, how do you call him Scott? He's character. Yeah, right. He <laughs> probably like, uh, yeah had a, a Christian sh- name. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it'd be weird if he was like, I'm Carrot Top. Yeah. <laughs> or even Carrot. Top, <laughs> Mr. Top. Please, my my father was Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> so, how did you uh, fare during the pandemic lockdown everything did you do any virtual shows how were you i did yeah i did a bunch of zoom i did some zoom crowd work shows i don't know if you're familiar did you see my crowd work special by any chance brilliant i want to ask you a lot of questions about that okay i'm just mad at jenny for not seeing it doing her research this is how i was just thinking about more things to talk about myself and this is (laughs) how i am with every with the other guests jenny books i just pretend to know what they did so it's but i uh I did um, a few, I did a few, mainly I did these crowd work shows where I would just headline and, and they were, they were, ex- they were fun and weird, but really exhausting. Like I would, I just remember, you know, saying, thank you, good night. And then you're just like, oh, and you're like looking at your cat sitting on the desk or something. And just like, fuck, I don't know why it was more draining than, or it's also weird. Just, I mean, this happens in normal shows too. We're like, you say thank you, good night, and then twenty minutes later you're alone at a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> shoveling some food in your face. But I did a handful of sets. Also, I was really reluctant to do actual material, right? Because I just thought it's not the place for it. And then I got someone who was wrote to me like, "Hey, do you want to do this guy's birthday party?" Which it sounds awful, but it was also like it was for pocket money, but more money pretty good zoom money right. and i was just like and i was like what's the worst that can happen you know there's six people on a couch right. like there's no real big repercussions if i bomb right right so Every, everyone yeah. has where, where are they going they got nothing else to do right and i did a few outdoor shows that were some were good and some were not as good but did you do any rooftop shows and yeah i did rooftop shows and it, it was just yeah those were weird because you just be like some guy would just have a use this rooftop of the building lives like you're just putting on a show did you ask everyone if you could do this or just like but some of them were really like well organized and they would decorate the place and yeah but it's a weird it's definitely a depressing time to do comedy yeah when you did the zoom shows because i did a few did everyone like have their 
audio on where you could hear? I think they did, yeah, because I wanted to hear some. And I also was doing crowd work, so I would just bounce around the gallery and point oh, to okay. someone. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely definitely would hear enough laughs to be like, all right, well, this is working, and you can see people smiling even if they weren't laughing. So yeah, I take smiles as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. I mean, at least it was like something to do because yeah, yeah, know, I, right. I, but I it's still. To, I was happy to do them, but I'm sorry, there's a siren outside. Yeah. But, what got me is I did one and they were like, okay, we want everyone to please mute themselves so the comedian can hear herself. I'm like, what? so yeah. Oh, that's no perfect. feedback. Yeah. Just dead silence. For uh -huh. 30 minutes. <laughs> Great. That'll uh, make me feel good. When you committed to doing sort of the crowd work tour now, obviously you're, you're obviously very good at crowd work and some people mm -hmm. are, are not, but like, what was that high wire act? Like, I mean, you're, you're, I mean, I know you were going out to do no material, and you, you had done it. And um, uh, yeah, I'm just curious, like, were, was there, were you at a point in your career where you weren't that worried about it? Or were you like, God, I could potentially walk away here with nothing? Um, it's weird. I remember the first crowd work, all crowd work show I did was in Philadelphia. And I just remember having this feeling of, <clears throat> like, before the show, I was like, oh, man, I don't have to prepare anything. Like, I was kind of excited. It's just like, yeah. I just have to steam a shirt in the shower and then I just walk over there. <laughs> and, um, but it's weird that I actually, I think I'm more nervous doing material than I am a crowd work show. And I'm, I'm not sure why, but I know the crowd work shows tend to, it's easier to do an hour. Like I've done an hour 45 and I mean, which is not, I think I wouldn't recommend that for anyone, but, but it, I don't know there's something, I think it's cause it's with a joke, you have the expectation, like at this point they're going to laugh. And if, they don't then there's a problem whereas with crowd work you're like i'm just talking and i know i'm fairly i am fairly good at getting something funny out of a lot of things yeah and i would imagine also the pressure for the limited stand-up experience i have but the pressure of sort of like thinking like oh what was like forgetting a joke like you that's all yeah the plate when you're just in that moment uh, right being funny just being did, did you ever get people that were like hostile or anything like that it's weird like i was worried that it would be like they would be rowdy like there's maybe a handful of rowdy shows one or two or something but for the most part there was almost the opposite where they were kind of timid sometimes yeah and you know my the way i do it is like i'll bounce around but if someone's clearly not into it i just move on because i just i'm not i'm not trying to ambush someone but some people will sit right up front at a crowd work show and then you you say start talking they're like whoa no i'd rather they're right like, well you are you are front row center, but I know <laughs> I'm just here also like a crowd work show. Come on, guys, it's crowd. There's work. also times where people didn't know it was a crowd work show, and I'd get a hate email from like, "You didn't do one joke." It's like that's the way to, the show is advertised that I wouldn't be doing one joke. <laughs> Read the website. What crowd work is before you yeah. start. <laughs> I think I, right. I think on Spicy Honey, you pointed out there's a guy who was sitting up the front. What do you do? And he's like, "I'm trying to be a stand-up comic," and like you're, you're like the first rule is you sit in the back. You know, right. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's always sort of a sign of a uh, a new comic. It's like the front row seats, like get in the back, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that's good. I also like the way you did it from different. Um, um, you did you, that. You it was a smart idea to do it at different locations. I really yeah. Like that aspect. I, um, uh, Blaine Capach is a friend of mine, and I, I oh I, yeah, it, it was delightful Blaine. watching him show up on your because uh, uh, I hadn't seen that 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 show, and then you guys driving up to San Francisco together. Yeah, he's great. I love. I just did a show with him at Dynasty Typewriter. I should have invited you, but I did. 
he should have invited me too. Yeah, you're right. He knows you better than I do. Better than you (laughs) next time. But yeah, he's 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 one of the funniest people. He's also talking about a brilliant mind on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, he's he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His tweets are he he hits a lot of he he hits a lot of home runs. Yeah, yeah. He did that epic um the the Rolling Stone top five hundred. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nuts that anybody would write that much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite like you have your home club like in new york which do you always go to like comedy cellar or i mean the comedy cellar is where i do most of my shows tonight i'm going to be at the place called new york comedy club in the east village um friday i'm doing a headlining show at the bell house which i love in brooklyn brooklyn yeah it's kind of it's kind of a music venue but they do probably they might do more comedy than they do music but it's a really great venue um I hear a lot of comedy podcasts that are do their special episodes and they do it from the bell house all the time. Yeah. 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 It's a good place. And, uh, I mean that, that, as far as New York clubs, that's kind of where I mainly hang out. And how long are you, like how, how much are you on the road every each year? It's been a lot. I mean, this year's now that I'm, I mean, like I'm, I'm gone every weekend in February and, um, I don't, you know, it's like during peaks, it's been like three or four months. It might be more this year. I don't know, but it's kind of a part of it's like, ugh, and then there's part of me like, well, this is pretty cool that I get to do this. So, so, so forget I said, ugh, it's just pretty cool that I get to do this. <laughs> part, it's really the only thing I can think of is that you just said, ugh. Now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's, a, that's our time. Ugh, so we're just <laughs> Scott doesn't um, like his voice. He doesn't like his job. It's really, it's well, I'm, I'm we're going to just uh, ruminate on that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break for a commercial from one of our sponsors. Um, it's the best sponsor ever, too. I have no idea what product or service that we'll be selling right now, but I do know. It's something that we're going to use the shit out of. We're going to use a lot. Um, yeah. And we'll be right back. Stick with us. Doing it, Nation. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scored, totals, player performance, props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. Even though they just said there's more to bet on than the NFL, you can still bet on the NFL, people. By the way, big Super Bowl happening. Big Super Bowl. Right in here. Come on. Okay. Anyway, it's, go on. It's coming up. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to get started. And it's not just football. As I said earlier, Bet Online's basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC odds coverage is the best in the business. From sports right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet Online is your number one online wagering destination. Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet Online, where the game starts! Exclamation point. Yeah. Yeah. Doing it. Doing it. And we're back. Holy shit. I wow. can't wait to buy or hire or, um, or, or apply or thing or... to my body. Yeah, Never we're going to do all that stuff. Yeah. I'm going to take the wiener pills. Are we doing wiener pills? I don't know if we're doing wiener pills, but I'm definitely going to use them to build a web page or, or gamble. I can't um, believe we don't have more sponsorships. 
We really can't. We really so <laughs> Whatever happened to the wiener pills? I don't know. Maybe they didn't work. Maybe I'm not the best a... advertisement for like. Maybe because the promo eight. code was Danny. <laughs> promo code. <laughs> the promo code for Blue Chew. I'm giving them a free thing. At one point, was my name. It's like, <laughs> it's like you hear that, Dad? You said I'd never make it. Um, I couldn't figure out. I'm like, our podcast is called Doing It. I why would <laughs> Why wouldn't you use that? That's just perfect you, for winter pills. Um, so. I just like just really what was the um tough crowd experience like when you did that i, I recently went down a rabbit hole with those um the, i did it like seven times if i recall it was always really challenging for me because i'm not i'm a guy who could like if you give me room i could just spike you know chime in but those guys were a lot of you know like being on there with like patrice o'neill rest in peace hilarious hilarious dude I mean, he just a bulldozer. So it's kind of hard to be like, you just feel a little bit almost like the uh, the kid getting picked on in high school a little bit. I mean, it was fun. I got some laughs, but there was times where like, I really had to assert myself. And I think Colin would sort of make sure I got something in, but. He was, he was a pretty good traffic cop. I mean, there's that famous episode of him and uh, of Geraldo. Yeah, and Dennis yeah. Leary. And Dennis Leary. I love that. He not just fine, put him in such check. With it was <laughs> not a fine moment. But uh, I was like, because I feel like I'd be like you a little bit in that scenario. I'd be like, oh, you okay, let these louder guys fight it out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't do good, like, trying to fight, you know, like, fighting for your chance to speak. I, like, that yeah. particular show, I'm like, God, the strong personalities, the, you know, it, it was, it would be very intimidating, I would think. I'm also, I also have that problem at bars, like if, if there's a line, it's just like, oh God, here we go. <laughs> really, They're never going to get to me. I'm gonna, oh, know. Man. When you're trying to like make that eye contact, it's like. Yeah, and you don't want to be like the guy who's like waving someone over, like a, come, you are my servant, but. Hopeful eyes. Uh, it's very much like, frankly, I, have you ever worked in a, a comedy writing room, uh, Todd? Have you ever like. I, I, I wrote for Sarah Silverman show for a while and I've wrote on the VMAs a few times, like right. six, seven times. But I haven't done a sitcom. Yeah, because but I would imagine even those rooms, it's still like I, there's still that comedy writer dynamic of like when you when you get your pitch out, and I, I, I it reminded me a lot of Tough Crowd, especially in some of the more um, uh, combative rooms I've been in, like when I you know or where there were like way too many writers, like I, I right I, I like when you worked on Roseanne. Is that when I worked on Roseanne, and it was like <laughs> it was the Hunger Games to get through. She had hot every day. Roseanne would bring like another five or ten writers that she met, met in a bar. Room, <laughs> it's like like um, so. this is Buddy. He's an executive producer now. He's your boss. <laughs> But yeah, but that, that yeah, it is that that is a tricky thing, and so that's and you were were you did you you were not in that like sort of roast group were you did you do any of those? Yeah, I mean, I did the Chevy Chase roast. That's the one. Yeah, yeah. that was. I don't know if you saw that clip, but uh, I actually didn't. I, I the, the clip uh-huh. I remember from that one. I have to see that one. What I might have seen it. I, I posted can't... the entire unedited version on um on you on not on maybe it's on YouTube, but it's on uh, my if you search on twitter you could probably find it well let's get a link to that because I, I i'm a completist for you and so to have this particular thing yeah i do remember that's where i first realized how brilliant colbert was with that yeah <laughs> yeah that was brutal that was but yeah i've done i've done roast battle a few times and i there's a clip i posted of me roasting well i was roasting uh patrice o'neill really? at a comedy club in uh 
in New York called the Boston Comedy Club, oddly. But I slammed Colin a good few times in that also. So you might want to look for that clip as well. Um, Guy, you'll post both of those, please. I want to see. I want, <laughs> I want to see. I want to see both of those. Um, and how about uh, like acting things? Because I've definitely seen you in things here and there. Yeah, I've done a, I've done a handful of things. Um, I was in the re- I was in the wrestler. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. Uh, uh, I was in the wrestler. Really, I haven't heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I was in. Uh, you know, I was on Flight of the Concords. That's where uh, I remember you from. Yeah, I did an episode of Spin City that I don't even know how I can find a copy of it, but. Um, do you know what oh, I loved you did? So um, I wish you were so good. And it's like, what, still one of, it, it's just so great. It's a, a comic snapshot was on um, uh, Dr. Katz. Oh yeah. Yeah, was, yeah I know, love that show. You working in the video store and your stuff with uh, John Benjamin is just like, it was so yeah. great. It was just so natural and fun. Yeah, that was a real treat. Cause they would write it out. They would give you like a script and you kind of hit the beats and then they're like, go do whatever you want to do. And we were both pretty, we were, had good chemistry as far as riffing with each other and stuff like that. But yeah, it's really, I just did Bob's Burgers yesterday. I did an episode of Bob's Burgers. Oh, really? I love Bob's yeah. Burgers. It's so good. And yeah. you're doing a movie too, right? Yeah. I know I'm not in the movie. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who'd they go with? <laughs> <laughs> you're also great on uh, Louie, which I know is. Oh yeah. That was great. Problematic, I guess to say, I don't know. I thought it was funny. <laughs> No, yeah, will be good on Louie. Yeah, you're allowed. I was I, I was really good on um Hitler's Variety Hour. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't want that to take away from my juggling. I was really great uh-huh. on the Cosby Show. <laughs> oh my god! I think we figured out the template for this joke. <laughs> Your turn. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, um, so we're at that point of our show now. We're kind of Uh-oh. talking about like stuff that we've been watching and like, and so. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, um, the thing that when people ask me to, for a recommendation, the one that I, I've probably recommended the most in the past couple of years is a show called Line of Duty. Do you know that? No. Oh my God. I'm writing it down. Yeah. I, what is it? Tell me. It's a British detective show okay. about a oh. unit of the, of the police that investigates dirty cops. Oh, that's oh you just gave Danny a boner. Yeah, British no, I love boner. those things. Yeah, it's on first five episodes. First five seasons are on Amazon Prime, and I think the sixth season is on like BritBox, but it might be on Amazon Prime. But it's re- really well written, and there's like interrogation scenes where you're like, I had to, you know, had panic attacks during them. They were so <laughs> intense, but but it's just super smart, well written, and that's that would be. That's where that's where Patriot is, which is one of my favorites. Uh, have you seen that one, Todd? No, no, oh, no. I just did you a huge favor. You'll love it. Really, Patriot? Yeah, tra- tra- Patriot. They did two. They only two seasons, and it's uh it's like if the Cohen brothers did um, uh, Homeland. Basically, <laughs> it's sort of like has a very <laughs> twisted guy who's like does undercover. He has PTSD. His father puts him in all these situations and he's also a folk singer and he'll occasionally mm. have a breakdown and busk and he sings and he'll write, he'll sing about his crimes on street corners. And they have to oh, wow. And it's just really smart and all about these characters. I mean, it's very, very character driven and, and uh, okay. yeah, you'll love that. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but uh, well, well, that's a good recommendation. Anything yeah. else you're watching? Um, shit. I watched, so I, during the pandemic, I actually kept a diary, not a diary, but a list, 
But yeah. I, I was watching like Finnish, you know, crime shows and like Dutch, yeah. Belgian. Um, there's one called have, the, They have the best crime shows. What was the one you were talking about? <laughs> uh, there's one, in, I think it was a Belgian show called the, the 12, I think that was about a jury. That was really good. Oh, I didn't hear many people talking about it. There was one called Marcella also. That one, I, that one, I, um, my ex was telling me about that one. She really liked that one. Yeah, that's, that's really kind of a bananas kind of uh, detective. Well, oh, Bosch. I love Bosch. Oh, yeah, oh. Bosch is great. Bosch is great. Uh, um, what else? I watched all of, uh, shit, what's, what's the uh, Better Call Saul? It's the greatest. Yeah, that's fantastic. And one of my daughters is like, um, she, she, she had missed, um, uh, Breaking Bad. And so we've just been going through break because she really wants to watch Better Call Saul. And, but, you know, uh-huh. also, so we've been watching Breaking Bad all the way through again. And it's just to watch it again. It's like, it's still, it's, it's so singular. And, and, and Better Call Saul has been, it's just been amazing. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. Well, what have you been watching, Daniel? What have I been watching that I haven't mentioned on the show? Oh, you know what is shockingly good or funny, at least I found is, um, and it's not, I'm not like a big uh, superhero guy, but um, Peacemaker. That was going to be one of my picks. Peacemaker. Too. John Cena is like, he's the real deal. That guy is funny. He's yeah. Really funny. And I love that. He, he is funny. Doing, he was doing the talk, like the talk show circuit in costume. Like every oh, oh really? <laughs> like yeah. every place he stopped by, he was wearing the peacemaker costume. He, he does this thing because it's like everybody's making comparisons to The Rock and to him, and I think The Rock is great at what he does. But John Cena, it, like he really knows how to play vulnerable yeah. and insecure, and to be that big and be insecure. Like if I were that big, I mean, I, I would never be insecure. <laughs> and um, and he he knows he, it's just yeah, it's it's a really funny thing, and it's like. Yeah, James Gunn really did a really good job with yeah. that. That's the thing um, I've been watching. I just out. watched. I just watched the first two episodes of Pam and Tommy on Hulu. Oh, oh man! Um, there's two, well, there, there's a. I think they released three or four, and then it's going to be on again. I have mixed feelings about them, so I don't want to give too much away. I mean, there's some fun stuff about it. It weirdly seems to do the thing like. It sort of is as exploited, like they're, they're making a point about the exploitation, but it's also in it, in and of itself somewhat exploitative, but it's also really a funny romp. Everybody, everybody's really good. Like Seth Rogen's great in it. Um, who's the guy from Parks and Rec we love? Um, the, um, um, the, who married to uh, Megan Mullally. Um, um, oh, uh, what's his face? Uh, can't I think of his name. He's this Ron. <laughs> hey, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I was pinned for a part on that show, and then Offerman. because I what I wasn't Offerman. happen, I wasn't in L.A., so I guess it didn't happen due to COVID. There's a but, there, uh, there, there's a lot of um, Tommy Lee's penis <laughs> in it. To the that's what I was. That was the role that I was playing. His penis. There, <laughs> I, I'm, no joke. Jason Manzukis uh, beat you out to it. <laughs> oh really? Oh, he does the voice of it, right? He's the voice of his Wait, penis. Is, his penis is a voice in this? Yeah, one of, one of the, one, yeah, one, one episode, like his, his, his TikToks, it happened. Um, As well but, it should. I've seen that before now. It's yeah. not surprising that it talks. What about you, Jenny? <laughs> I watched all the episodes of, and I had to pull this up on my phone, The Woman in the House Across the Street from the Girl in the Window, the Kristen Bell. Is that, I, I love the title. It's 
it's so it's really funny and it's really different because it's like it sounds like it'll just be absurd the whole way through but yeah. it's not like there's a real storyline but then they'll do something really absurd <laughs> just to throw you off and then oh. it goes right i i watched the first episode i'm like oh okay the next one and then i plow through the whole thing wow kristen bell's great in it too wow that's good anything else and peacemaker those were that was my other pick those are pretty good well, we're at that. We're, we're, we're coming to the end, Todd. I got to thank you for doing this. Yeah. Anything you want to promote? I mean, um, I'll have a lot of tour dates on my 2022 stadium tour. Oh, my God. Uh, if you go to ToddBarry.com and click on shows, you'll see all the dates. You can scroll through them. <laughs> Is that how it works? <laughs> yeah. You can, there's a special scroll bar that I installed that helps you scroll through them. And this is www. Yeah, w, yeah, okay, Todd cool. Barry. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Was, or dot org um, or dot. Trying to think if there's anything else. That's pretty much all I got going on right now. Um, I do love your cats. I'm a cat person myself. So. Oh, do you have a cat? I did. He died. Um, oh, I'm I, sorry. Thanks for bringing it up. Yeah, um, any, any I brought it up. Wait a minute. Yeah. No, I, 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 I mean, I like all animals. I don't like, I always think it's crazy when people like, Oh, I like cats. Like, you can like all. Yeah. But right. I, I did have a, I did have a pretty great cat who. Yeah. Louie. All right. Louie. All right. Oh man. Yeah. Too soon. Um, but, uh, um, Oh, well, yeah, let but, me plug, uh, I got to plug something okay. for Leanne Morgan, who was one of our guests uh-huh. recently. Yeah. has asked me to do open for her in Cedar Rapids in Wichita, February 25th and 26th. So go to her website, get to wow. I will. Yeah. I'll go to her website. When are you in Wichita? Uh, February 26th. Hmm. Yeah, I've never been to Wichita. Maybe I'll Wichita has a nice airport. It does? <laughs> yeah. I think it's an aviation town. So it's... Uh... In some level, it's an aviation town. It is because don't they, they have a, they, I'm, I'm a, I got my pilot's license and there's like a, there's a big flight um, uh, conference in, um, in in Wichita too. There's a big like fly-in um, oh, really? festival there. Is that, is that airport, is that Eisenhower Airport? Or am I making that up? Oh, you might be making that yeah, up. You're making that, you're making that up big time. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll, pr- I'll prove both of you wrong when I'm there. You'll see. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've got that danny what about you i have nothing to promote <laughs> i i i, I don't mean, on, i mean I, i'm working on animation that's not premiering for another year so uh, you, house broken house broken right? you can see the first season on hulu see the first season on hulu and then i've got some amazing pilots that are absolutely going to get on the air because that's yeah. what happens and then you know uh, we have a little thing too that we might we have a thing yes yeah that will be all right well that will set the world on fire one day. It will. Right. i imagine it will right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> brace yourselves guys we're about to uh-huh. change the game yeah um but uh thank you todd yeah. this has been a, thanks for having me it's been really uh I'm really appreciate it this was very very and fun when did when will this air guy guy tell us and this is i'm going to try to edit this for uh this evening actually Oh my God. So guys, what you're about to hear, this is, it's now. Uh, Well, thanks for doing it, Nation. And uh, bye.